Whether you're an amateur or professional cook, we can all agree that we'd love to be outdoors. So what if I told you there was a company that could enhance your outdoor cooking experience in any situation? Do I have your attention? Let me introduce to you Camp Chef. For my backyard barbecuers, their pellet smokers combined with its Wi-Fi technology and adjustable smoke levels is a total game changer. Not to mention their signature pellet dump, ash dump, and slide and grill features makes your pellet grill unlike any other. But wait, let's attach the one and only sidekick onto the side of that smoker powered by a 28,000 BTU burner. And now we can griddle, grill, and even bake a pizza on your very own pizza oven. Do you like the camp, guys? Camp Chef's got you covered there, too. They provide a plethora of portable propane grills, griddles, and even portable pellet smokers, y'all. So go to CampChef.com and treat yourself to the highest quality cooking products out there to ensure that you, your family, and friends have the best food you've ever had anytime, anywhere. Camp Chef. y'all welcome back to another episode of that reload podcast i'm your host joel sitting across from me is jeremy the kitchen white law Meh. sitting next to him is our pit master and producer mr matt Farr. levels levels and last but not least sweet and sassy sometimes salty miss Stacy. hey guys so guys we have a great excellent awesome the episode. best ever. The best it's ever. Today. Be the best ever, though. I'm serious. <laughs> we nailed that intro. I mean, this is just uphill. I mean, oh, here goodness. we go. Well, you want to know why? Because we are all in person here in studio. We even oh. have our fifth guy in here. We got Jeffrey. Hey. Oh, hey. How you doing, Jeffrey? Whoa. Wearing his tinfoil is that, hat. Is, is that our team mascot? Yeah, he's a strong, silent type. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey is a skeleton. Uh, but on this episode, guys, we're going to be talking Memorial Day. In our work. It's not Memorial Day, but it's going to be in about a little less than a week. But we're talking Wagyu. Well, we're getting to it. Okay. We're going to do beer, Wagyu. Not just any beer. Not just any beer. Cheap beer. Cheap ass American beer. beer. (laughs) Shitty beer. And we got a a delicious pour here in front of us we're going to get to in a minute. But let's do what we always do. Let's catch up. Yep. So, um, I had a couple things to talk about. I don't know if I want to get into them just yet, but have you all seen uh, on Netflix this new movie that's coming out? Actually, that came out yesterday called Army of the Dead. Um, it's my Reload Recommends, so oh, wow. get fuck right off. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> well, you'll hear about it in Reload Recommends then. <laughs> all right. We were going to watch it last night and then I was got too, a little tired. I, I was did watch pooped. it last night. Is it worth Okay, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. But I'm really excited to see this one. Uh, and who is you the- You should be. Dave Batista starts in it. Do what? Dave Batista stars in it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's a Zack Snyder M- film. Mister Batista. Um, that's I what I've heard First anything of all, about this. Oh, dude, you got to watch the trailer. trailer. We'll, we'll get into it later. Okay. We will get into I, it later. This is recommended. We'll talk about the meat. So, first of all, I love heist movies, and second of all, I love zombie type stuff. <clears throat> well, let's wait. I don't want to screw his recommends up like I already have. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, in the previous episode of the last one, one before, we talked about the gas shortage. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Okay. okay. Oh, tinfoil hats back out. Tinfoil hat. On. All right. I was thinking, and I want to know your all's opinion on this. <laughs> I was thinking the other day, because 
the Michigan, the mayor of Michigan is shutting down a pipeline. The mayor of Michigan. Our governor. The governor of Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) The mayor. The rogue mayor. (laughs) Is this like another like conspiracy theory? Anyways, no. Uh, The governor's shutting down a pipeline in Michigan. And and, and from what I understand, it's a perfectly good pipeline. I I don't know why they're shutting it down. No one's giving me a good solid reason. So I've got a theory on what happened (laughs) here in the Southeast. You going to make it, girl? Yeah, sorry. Um, I think it was a test. So prior to COVID, the John Hopkins organization ran a called Event 201, and they ran they did a simulation on basically what COVID was. Stay up there, honey. But they did a simulation on that three months before it hits America. I mean, come on. So do you think I think that that was a little test on how are these fools going to act when we cut their gas off for a few days, a week, or whatever? Well, we already know the answer to that question. Well, yeah, um, of course we do. But we all go batshit crazy and do stupid stuff like yeah. toilet paper shortage, yeah. gas shortage. You just put shortage in front of anything and we'll go crazy over it. Well, it hasn't worked on the uh, reload as, as well as I hoped for. But uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> we're on a shortage, folks. You wouldn't even know. Uh, that's true. I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't even know how many sales come through. You don't package shit. Hey, you know, we do, I'm just the face of the company. Honey, that's you right. know? But the. Uh, no, I, I I seriously think that that was a test to see how we would react to this to a, a shortage on gas. Hat fell off. Hmm. Thoughts, Matt? You're looking at me all perplexed. Well, so since we talked about it, a ton of new information has come out about that pipeline hack. Uh-huh. Like to say that they didn't even get into the actual systems of the pipeline. It was just the billing system. They shut it down as a precautionary measure, so it wasn't like the hackers actually had access to any of the infrastructure. Oh, so they weren't the ones shutting it down. Also, there was articles that had come out two weeks prior saying there was going to be a gas shortage, and then all of a sudden we get hacked. Hmm. You know well, that is weird because the guy that I work with, his mom is like part of these like tinfoil hat conspiracy type pages or whatever, and like my coworkers were at work, and his he got a text from his mom. It was like a week beforehand, and she was like, you need to stock up on gas. We're going to have a gas shortage. And, she, you know, he was like, that's weird or whatever. But they closed at midnight. See? for urgent care. And he went across the street and filled up at Weigel's. And then it was like later on. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you're, I'm trying to read the tea leaves here. You know? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you're stretching pretty hard. <laughs> you're, you're presenting a bunch of information without, like, sources. So I can't comment on any of it. Read the t- Dude, the devil is in the details. Okay. I, I'm saying give me those details. Like, I want to see articles about all this stuff. I want to see the articles well, about the gas shortage before the gas shortage. Yeah, no, that's, home, a, that's home, what I'm saying. I'm like. I, I can't comment on it because I don't know. You know? Well, I mean, I, look, okay, well, this, this is where conspiracy theories go off the rails because they're like, I heard this one person who's yeah, my grandmother's uncle's cousin's first cousin's <laughs> possum's a, a say, secret government you know, operative. A secret government <laughs> yeah. operative. He's uh, an insider. And it turns out like their, you know, half crazy brother-in-law read a meme on the internet and like, yeah. that's the source. Like, but you know. I look at, I, I try to look at it at, fa- at the face value mm-hmm. and I, I'm just reading like, let's take, Articles and all that off the table. Just how the trend has been. We already know that our government will bend and shape something for their own gain if they can in some way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know they did that with COVID to to an extent. Um, and I I don't know. I think they're look they're looking for the next way to, you know, keep us, you know, where they have to relying on them. Well, we are in an age of extreme <clears throat> partisanship in, inside of our government. 
And each party that takes control takes more and more power so that they can take power back from the other party. But then the other party gets into office after them and then mm-hmm. they take more power. So we're in like this horrible cycle of the it's, government just yes, taking and taking. Yes. And um, n- not that that has anything to do with the stuff we're talking about, but you know, it's a, it's so, a, a so bad precedent. What, what, the thing I always think about like on these conspiracy theory type things yeah. is I, I always go to what's the motivation like when we start talking about shortages and stuff, I'm like, well, they're just trying to get people to run on the product. Like well, when we were talking about Chick-fil-A, I was like, oh, there's a Chick-fil-A shortage because they want you to go buy the big bottles. Like I've gone to Chick-fil-A twice since then. Yeah. And they limit the number of little sauces you can get, but you can buy all the full-size sauce bottles you want for $2.50. Ah. I actually bought one yesterday at the grocery store for, for yeah. my wife. Yeah. So, okay. Like, so what's the motivation for like preparing us to... For me, the motivation is uh, right now we have all the jobs in the world. You know, right now. If you want to get a job, you can get one, but there's still people on unemployment. Mm-hmm. right now and they're getting that little bonus on top they're making more money at home still after everything we've been through making more money still sitting at home and there's businesses shutting down there's there's um like just in gatlinburg where um stacy's family you know runs businesses up there they're fortunate because they got people but there's other they're like look they're hurting for this people. is the best year we've had I see help yeah. wanted signs yeah. at restaurants all There's over the place. There's been a couple places in Sevierville, though, like where my parents live, that they've had to close their stores down or even fudge their hours because they don't have enough employees. They, they were like, out of respect for our employees, we can't overwork them. But that's it. How does that we relate to the, the gas shortage? So though? my thing is, though, is because right now, people like our governor just said, we're no longer going to do the federal unemployment stuff anymore. You mm-hmm. got to get a job. Mm-hmm. Good, good for him. But- if we shut the gas thing down and get people, put people back in their homes and they can't go out and make money because they don't have fuel, then they we have to rely on the government to save us. The federal government. Again, the federal yeah. government to save us again. More, more. Yeah, but the, the government operates off taxpayer dollars. So if we're not out there making money that's taxable, then they that's not I, sustainable. Well, I look at it as... They want that. We didn't say it was a smart plan. We just said it was a <laughs> yeah, plan. Well, that doesn't make any like well, if you if with any amount of forethought that doesn't make sense. You know, well, there there, that. <laughs> there there are many things inside of government that make no sense. To, like take the the Green New Deal for example, and like all these other things. Like those are horrible pieces of legislation. Like, well, we got they're trying to push them through. I haven't read them. We got a two- well, it, it gets rid of nuclear power. So and then goes only to green power. So, hmm. but not nuclear because that's bad. So is cow poop. I mean, if we're going to talk this heavy, I'm ready for a drink. (laughs) If we're talking this heavy. We'll get get off this, but to sum it all up, the the motivation is our our current administration pushes for a socialist type um, regime where they want us to have the universal health care and they want us to have, um, you know, uh, I I don't know, but they, they want it where... We are reliant on them to receive said things. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, they, I didn't come. Out, I didn't, I didn't know we, we were going to go this deep. I didn't get really prepare for this. But well, we still have to. They still have to pay for that somehow. And mm-hmm. if people are just sitting at home, well, yeah, and mooching, if, then well, they're, they're, they're not getting any sort of inflow. But that's that. That's the the first step. Is right now as we sit, millions of jobs are open, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not being filled. Well, I think and that's how it, that's how it, that's the trickle down effect. I think there is a larger thing going on there because like there were 
like the restaurant industry is a big example. There was huge issues with that whole industry and COVID highlighted those issues. Um, those people have been underpaid for many, many years now. Yeah, right. And yeah. now they're like, well, screw this. Like I couldn't live on it before. I could barely live on it before I lost everything during COVID. I'm not going back to that crap. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's a silver that's lining the, to that. That's yeah, the argument no. that I keep hearing for, you know, I, uh, well, I, I don't think federal unemployment is the answer. No, but I think like it's I think food raise the wages. Yes, yes, I think raise the raise the wages. But they also had such a small profit margin that what what fifty percent of restaurants went out of business last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was it, it was a failed um, uh, business plan to begin with. Um, but people don't want to go to a restaurant and spend a hundred dollars per person. You know, <laughs> Joel's putting the hat back. I'm putting the hat back on. <laughs> Anyways, let's drink some bourbon. Let's okay, drink some yeah. bourbon. Okay, let's like see that bottle. I want. Yeah, let's. let's Transition out of the mouth of my tinfoil hat theories. <laughs> so, All right, so what are we drinking today? This is a bottle I got you guys as a housewarming gift. Yes. So you've had it. We've been waiting to crack it till we could all be together, right? That's right. It's really unique. Uh, so it's it's a Chattanooga whiskey release. And the thing about it, so Chattanooga whiskey does these experimental uh, batches. And so there was only three barrels of this ever made. And this is barrel one. And particularly, this is batch 10, the Tennessee double barrel. So this was aged two years in a regular barrel and then rebarreled in a toasted barrel. So it's like the equivalent of a double oak or a Elijah mm. Craig toasted or something like that. Well, we all know how much we love our or Chattanooga whiskey. Toasted. Correct. Yeah. Mm. Toasted barrels have kind of been all the rage. Yes. So. I haven't had a toasted. Yeah. Barrel. Everyone uh, loves the Woodford reserve double oaked and the mm. toasted barrels. And, and this right. one is Why am I 102 proof. <laughs> I'm fired up about the government. <laughs> <laughs> we are not drinking out of Glen Cairns. Um, so I just slammed this into my face. It's like my mustache. <laughs> I'm used to a Glen. <laughs> well, yeah, we're drinking out of Stacy's great grandparents, hundred year old aperitif glasses. Yeah. So, I mean, like this is the epitome of an aperitif glass because you have just like a little bit that you would pair with your appetizers at like dinner parties that or whatever. Very oaky. Very oaky. Mm-hmm. Like, and um, uh, doesn't have much bite at all for 102 proof. No, that is good. It, it's no. sweet. It's sweet. It's like smoky. Yeah. Mm, sweet and smoky. Mm. That is sweet smoky. Like, to me, <laughs> that's smoky how okay. I want my bourbon. It is strong on the oak Whiskey. with a sweet finish, and it's smooth. You've got a little bit of a tingle, but it's smooth. That's a fall bourbon through and through, oh, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A crisp yeah. air. Yes. Sitting by the fire kind oh. of thing. And it's got a little bit of dryness at the end, but not much. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is Chattanooga whiskey needs to go big. Like, their stuff is so good. We'll see what the side of the bottle here <clears throat> There's a little blurb about it. All right, Tennessee Double Barrel is a rare expression of our Tennessee high malt. Initially aged for greater than two years, each barrel was then transferred and finished into a second new charred and toasted oak cask. The result is a straight bourbon whiskey with an intense and complex wood character, matched only by the depth and richness from our classic high malt profile. Mm. I'm enjoying Wish this. I could describe shit that good. Yeah, I'm sure they paid somebody a lot of money to write that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, one out of ten. Ten being the best. What is your rating? What, um, what, was, like a, what was the 111 on our list of our... Of eight. our it, it was number no, eight. No, no, it wasn't. No, it was below. It was out of the top ten. Oh, here it is. Right here. I got it right here. I have it right here, too. Uh, Twelve. Twelve, okay. You were pissed because we missed the vote at putting it at 11. I think I like <sighs> it better than 111. <laughs> that... I need to try it side by side. We have some. <laughs> and you like right to flip the table over on our <laughs> Oh my gosh, not that again. <laughs> okay, on a scale of one to ten, where would you put it? Yeah. 
you're you're not comparing it to like George Stagg. No. Or like how much? How much? I, how much I like this one? How much you, you like it? it? I would give it like a strong seven. Strong seven for me. I'd be higher than that. No, that's where I'm at. I, was, I wish it was proofed a little higher, just because I think you get more of those like that vanilla flavor that usually comes through out of their mashed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You still get it though. A little, a little bit, bit oh, but it's so oaky. I put it at eight. Mm-hmm. I I really 7. dig this. 5. I love the double oak type stuff. I yeah. love that smoky flavor it gives it. And uh, 102. I mean, that's right in the proof that I love. So this yeah, one, I like the this maple-y, one hits for me. The, the the smoky. Joel likes more of the spearminty, dilly, fresh, uh, dude, refreshing I, citrus. I have been on a hard rye kick. Like mm-hmm. I. I Everything else is flat in comparison. Once you pure. get on a rye kick, it's hard to go back. I want the pure rye. Yeah. The high rye stuff that that when you drink it, it's like lemon and spearmint, and it's just mm-hmm. oh, it's so good. I want some now. Yeah. <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> so I want to tell you guys, um, my parents just recently went on a trip to go visit my family in New York. And as they were coming back, they stopped and stayed in Lancaster, Pennsylvania for two days. And literally on a whim, they called me one evening and they were like, I think we're going to go to the Reading Terminal Market and go see Halteman. Go see Mike Halteman. Go see Mike Halteman. Major Halteman himself. She gets there there and they are like in absolute total awe. They were like, this place is huge. It's incredible. But she said, do you want me to get anything? Well, we're going camping for Memorial Weekend this weekend. And so- (laughs) I want to pick up some reload for you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So I was like, well, I don't want to make you guys have to like- carry down all the meats that I want. Cause I was going to order for our camping trip anyways. But yeah, so we ordered like two things of skirt steaks. Mm. We ordered six fillets, six different kinds of burgers, like their perfect pepper and their bacon mm. cheddar burgers. We ordered a tri tip. Um, I don't know what all you ordered. I mean, I me. ordered so much. <laughs> and so they, they sent By me a we, picture. You mean you ordered all this. They go to their hotel and they sent me their picture, of their mini fridge. And it's just packed full. <laughs> so, so did, what's cool. Did, T, did code TRP 21 work in store? Well, luckily Mike was there. And okay. so, yeah, so it did. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So people in Philadelphia go to rank terminal market and yeah. use code TRP 21 at checkout yeah. Yeah. in the no. store. No, don't do so, that. Don't try TRP that. 21. <laughs> so my mom was like, I see a guy there butchering and she goes, excuse me, uh, are you Mike? <laughs> so it was him. And he mm-hmm. took awesome care of my parents. But what's cool is they've got like, they have their online store, but they have even more available in person. So Dude, if you're in the area. They had kangaroo. Ground, no. ground yes. kangaroo. Did he get some? No. Why? I, I didn't, didn't know they had it until they got back. I saw a picture showed us on the pictures board. And uh, I was like, we need to get this ground kangaroo. Uh, but we're going to be hitting up all so Mike. Mike. Fat, <laughs> miggity, miggity. Lock, pure lard. Um, <laughs> No, I want this kangaroo. I Let's want do yeah. some kangaroo. Ground yeah. ostrich. Well, yes. Okay. We need to do an exotic burger episode. Done. Kangaroo, <laughs> ostrich, whatever we Mike, can get. If you're listening or anybody from Halterman, we are going to have to do this. We're, we're going to have to place out. our order. We want some, want some goat burgers. I mean, whatever. Yes. yes. But they, they were in total awe. They came back with a bunch of stuff. She she texted me and she said, how is their stuffed turkey breast? And Oh, those are really good. They're really good. So yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. So she got one of those and everything. Yeah. So we are all stocked up for Memorial Day weekend. We're going to be camping and we've got the best of the best meats. So yeah. Speaking of Memorial Day, there's something I want to talk about. Okay. Oh, tell me. Uh, Stacy dropped us in the chat the other day and uh, I had no idea what it was, but it's called the Murph Workout. Um, oh, yeah. It is something people do every Memorial Day weekend and like homage to like the troops and stuff. Um, and it is this. Uh, 
U.S. Navy SEAL inspired workout where you run a mile, do 100 pull-ups, do 200 push-ups, 300 squats, and run another mile. Um, I really, I have always wanted to do it. And so I, I had never heard of it. And yeah. so I looked it up, I uh, found out about it, and um, I called Joel up and I was like, hey, let's do this thing together. Let's do this workout over Memorial Day weekend. He's like, yeah, let's go. And then uh, Joel's mom called me and said, no, he has bad <laughs> knees. He's not allowed to run or do squats. He has bad wrists. He's not allowed to do push-ups or pull-ups, uh, but he can do everything else besides that. Um, so, so I'm going to do the workout by myself. Uh, <laughs> no, it's actually, it is, uh, it's actually feeling like past well, couple days have felt a little bit better. He has always had issues with his knee and it exacerbated it late, lately. Tell him what you did to make it worse where you couldn't walk the other day. I had to test the trampoline out. So we put up the trampoline uh, in the backyard for our kids, and it says on there the next day. before anybody oh, dude, like, it, was, it felt like that was before you like, in there. Before you let the kids get loose, like they want a full grown adult to to stand in the middle and jump on it for five straight minutes. Well, instead, so, him and his two hundred plus pound brother both get on there. Like, yeah, my brother's a brick shit house, you know, crazies, and they're yeah. jumping, 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 and then by that evening, he can't walk. <laughs> you guys yeah. remember the Man Show? You ever yeah. watched the Man Show? Oh yeah. yeah. But they got, the whole bit with the trampolines. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Oh, with the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> no, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that, was, that was a great show. It was a great we show. Need to, but that's sexist now. They can't have it on TV. Oh. Well, the three oh. of us can jump on the trampoline and then uh, Stacey can record it. Yeah. That sounds, oh, yeah. That, that yeah. sounds good. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Let's do it. Matt. We, we have to have beers in our hands, big mugs. Yes. <laughs> and no awesome. shirts. No so shirts. You can see my moves bouncing around. You damn. <laughs> well, no. We'll wear white shirts and then soak them, get them real wet. Yeah. That's what they did. That's we do. We have the sprinklers on that have been yep. watering the grass. Turn the sprinkler on. We'll all get some white shirts. Perfect. Uh, we'll slow mo it contest. for our vlog. <laughs> Three men, <laughs> wet t-shirts, the milk with duds. beers. We're doing this. <laughs> shot the milk, the milk, shot, the milk shot beers. Shotgunning <laughs> beers. <laughs> yeah. I've got plenty of beers uh, for later on in this episode, so we definitely have plenty that you guys can Stacey's, use. So Stacy has compiled uh, quite the beer tasting that we're going to have later. I've, I've oh God, are we trying beer like porn. seventeen beers? <laughs> I, I, we have five. I don't we know. Five. I don't know. That's what, our biggest porn yet. Yep. Are I we gonna know. blind taste? We're blind yeah. tasting five shitty American beers <laughs> for Memorial <laughs> That's Day. That's gonna be awesome. Coming up on this episode, it's TRP. <laughs> Absolutely. I, the whole bottom of the uh, the reload fridge out there is just stuffed with beer. Yeah, she, bought, because, she bought a case of each one. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some, <laughs> some of them you could only get a twelve and eighteen or a twenty four pack, and I'm like, well. Oh, there was a couple that I was able to get like some big thick towel boys, like, like a 32 ounce beers. So I've got some of those, but I'm going to be blind pouring those mm-hmm. and serving them to you guys. And we are going to have a shitty beer. On the because what Very what exciting. is Memorial day that kick off the summer With without expensive cheap meat. ass shitty beer and expensive meat. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, right. but did you have anything you, you wanted to uh, Oh, we'll save it. We'll save it. Okay. Well, I wanted to add one thing because I know once we get into the meat of the podcast, we won't come back to it, but you know, as she said, Memorial Day is about remembering our fallen, fallen soldiers, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that served our country. But did you guys know that um, it used to, it wasn't called Memorial Day. It was like, oh, freak out. Not prepared, uh, but it was more of like a decoration day. Like when, when it back, it was from the Civil War, we lost like six hundred thousand, you know, soldiers, mm. and they wanted to remember all of those that were lost. And people, it was a, a day of somber day of mourning, and they would go out and decorate all the graves and and all this. And it has evolved over time into this celebration. Mm. 
you know, and I want, and some people are indifferent on it that they think it should be that somber day. But I personally feel like, so when I die, when I croak, I want to be celebrated. I want a party. I want some bourbon. I want good music. I want people to have a good time, you know, and celebrate the life that I had. And I think that's, this that's kind of what, how I look at Memorial Day is that it's a, it, we're, I, we're remembering, but we're celebrating the fact that they sacrificed their lives so that we could have all this, this freedom, and we can go out there and have the freedom to have expensive meats and bourbons mm-hmm. and beers and all that jazz. So that's, uh, that was my well, fun little fact to end catch up right here. And that's Anything else? That's awesome, but no, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> that's what she said about, like the first time we had. Uh, that's, that's great. I'm yes, ready for some Wagyu. All right, let's do it. So uh, stick around, guys. We're going to take a break. We're going to, we're grilling up Wagyu in the next segment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some Japanese A5 Wagyu. Get ready, because it's going to be tasty. What's up, y'all? When it comes to meat, the TRP crew chooses only the best. Haltman Family Meats. At HaltemanFamilyMeats.com, they bring you the true butcher shop experience. Fresh meat, never frozen, and shipped straight to your door. Your order comes to you neatly packaged in butcher paper, trimmed, and ready to cook, guys. You no longer have to worry about cleaning up your cuts for you and your guests. Simply unwrap, cook, and serve. They have the best prime Angus fillets, dry-aged ribeyes, hand-pressed burgers stuffed with cheddar cheese, and smoked bacon, y'all. But let's not forget, you got to add a few packages of their skirt steak for the best steak tacos you'll ever sink your teeth into. So right now, go to HaltemanFamilyMeats.com and use code TRP21, and you'll save 15% off the butcher shop experience that will change your life. HaltemanFamilyMeats.com. All right, y'all. So we are back from the break, and we just tasted some amazing what is it wagyu wagyu a5 japanese wagyu 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 Don't say wagyu <laughs> yeah it's scottish wagyu wagyu um so that was definitely indulgent <laughs> <From> the highlands <laughs> <laughs> the highland mountains of scotland a haggis <laughs> that's what they put in haggis these two but it's wagyu yeah. Oh, yeah, it's wagyu <laughs> wagyu haggis yeah. uh that was uh that was uh, my, uh, my thoughts on this Super tasty. So very good. But I want hold on a little background before we get into this. It was it was from Costco. It was yep. a New York strip, a uh, hundred dollars a pound. Yes. So we had two now, of them, what, what, and they were like they were wide like a ribeye. They almost looked like the shape of a ribeye. They, they were, were about three quarters. There were two of them in the package. They were about three quarters of an inch thick, mm-hmm. and um, and and then the size of a normal strip steak with a little extra. And on this it. was Japanese. Japanese, well, the only place to get A5 Wagyu is from Japan. If okay. it's from somewhere else, it's, it's not A5 Wagyu. Because remember when I had something and I thought it was I think Aust- you Australian? Said- <laughs> no, no, you, you had uh, MBS7, which is Marbling Score 7, which is an Australian Wagyu, and you said it was A7 Wagyu, which is not a thing. Ah, that was, that was what we did. Da, da, da. Yeah. yeah, so basically, in order it for it be. to be A5, it has to be a marbling scale of 8 to 12. Well, no, no, yeah, you're, you're, uh, so there are, there are many different, uh, scales to count marbling from different countries out there, throughout the world. The United States, we have a very simplified one, um, yeah, select just prime. and prime. 
So <laughs> like prime. this would just yeah. be prime. Um, but over in um, Australia and Japan, they have much more accurate scales. Um, so you're relating it to the Australian mm-hmm. scale, so which this, is not used here this either. This is prime wagon. This would be like prime plus, plus, plus. If you were to like, oh, put, okay, a, okay. put a U.S. name on it, uh, but this is the super prime. This is the <laughs> highest grade that you can get. Optimus Prime. In any um, in any marbling scale. So from what I've read, though, like, the, like even the, the Australian Optimus ones, Brian, I like it. Are hybrids? They're not full. The Australian ones. Yeah, you have to do that because uh, they ca- only come from the breeds of Japan that are t- true. Wagyu. Yeah. So cows are acclimatized to the country that they're from. Like uh, you could not take a Texas steer and put yeah. it in, in, in Japan. It would mm-hmm. die because it's not used to that climate. Yeah. So what they do is they take the, uh, the sperm from the Wagyu cow and they breed it with their local cow to get a hybrid cow that can survive in this climate. That's but the American also, Wagyu. But also, well, same American thing with the Australian. Wagyu's using like some you. Angus. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so they do the same thing in Australia because Australia is super close to Japan. So that's where all your uh, Australian Wagyu and your American Wagyu, it comes from because they're hybrids and they're not as good as the original, but they can actually live in our country or in the country that they were bred in. So the Wagyu is a, that'd be like black Angus. Yes, that is a type of cow from Japan. So there's like four breeds of, but they don't naturally have that marbling though. That's that's a that's, no, that's not that. That is their natural marbling. It's like their genetic makeup. Yeah, genetically, they do that. That can't be like a real cow. Like that'd be genetic. It is. It's those Japanese Has it just breeds. been like selectively bred to do that? Yeah, uh, selectively bred. They're taken very, very good care of, but they have the base genetics to be able to do that. It's like okay. you know, okay. LeBron James has the gen- base genetics to be an amazing basketball player, but he also has to practice every day. Sure. So this yeah. one says, okay. of the four breeds from Japan that produce wagyu meat, like that type, it says there is one of them. That is genetically unique. It has genetic predisposition to create a crazy marbling of fat on the inside of the muscle tissue, and no other livestock can do that. No matter what they say, it what it does is the cow metabolizes the fat internally, so mm. it's integrated within the muscle. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, that's okay. So it's literally the genetic makeup allows the fat to come inside the muscle where no matter what you do with any of these other cows, you cannot produce that. But they also but, treat the cows like gold. Well, they do. To, to that point, though, there are many other types of cows in Japan also. Like, not every cow looks like <laughs> yeah. this. No. Yeah. This is a small, small percentage of the cows. And, and that's why, like, you're not going to see this everywhere. Like, um, I think it's something like maybe 3,000 3, head of cattle every year are slaughtered, like with Wagyu, some, some small, small number for the world. 80 to 90% of that stays in Japan. The other 10%, 300 pounds goes out to the rest of the world. No it's way. It's an insanely it's like small in amount of number. And yeah. that and that's one of the reasons why the price is so high because it's so hard to get. So when you're at like- Because there's a shortage. Yeah. When you're at Joe Schmo's restaurant and he has a Wagyu burger on the menu, you're not get. this is not what that is. You know? So okay. one of the things that I thought was like super cool to read about was that they said that the number one principle in- is for like the Wagyu is maintaining the stress of the animal. They want a stress free environment. Mm-hmm. So from birth to harvest harvest, they, um, cause stress creates cortisol, which can yeah. really affect the meat, the, the, how tender it is, how the quality, the taste and all of that. That's true over all. So they go to like yes. great lengths to all provide animals. a Zen like existence for these cows. So they control, control the noise level so that they're not scared um, they're constantly replenishing their water so that they have a steady supply and they use fresh, clean water. Um, uh, the cows that don't get along, they are separated so that there's no anxiety between the two of them. 
Um, I even read that in, in some of them that they might add like red wine to their feed. Um, oh, it's just nice. incredible lengths to provide this stress-free some environment. Get you some wine. So you're just like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so regardless, um, so we had two steaks. Um, how much, how many pounds? It was just like right under two pounds. Yeah. It was like 1.8 pounds or something. So 180 something bucks, uh, for two steaks that all four of us split. Um, and that was enough. There was yeah. a lot. I, yeah. I feel like you, a little sick now. You were saying how rich it was going to be. The average, I, I was looking at a steak going, okay, we'll have steak each. That's no big deal. Um, the average serving in Japan is like a hundred grams, which yeah. is like uh, a little under th- three ounces. So yeah. Well, it was super rich. But and not in a bad way, like no. an indulgent way. Like, oh. Yeah, it's it, and how you cooked it, Jeremy. We got we, we fired up the uh, the Weber, got the charcoal. We got some jealous devil, jealous devil charcoal in there, super hot. And then uh, we put a um, Finex skillet over the top of it, and Cast we did iron. we did no oil, no butter, dry pan, dry ass pan that got super for screaming hot. And it was like there was oil popping in there because... Well, by the time the first steak had, you know, cooked, there was so much rendered fat Well, the Well, when we were taking pictures of the steak just sitting out at room temp, it was already starting to melt. It's sweating, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it was was like uh, getting greasy. Yeah, so it's a different kind of fat. And that was one of the things I was worried about. I thought it was going to be like all ribeye, like chewy chewy fat. Mm -hmm. And it was not that. Yeah, and I had asked Jeremy, I was like, you know, should we set the steaks out to kind of like come up to temp, not be so cold from the fridge? And he said, no, that they're going to melt. <laughs> yeah, so he said, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know they were strip steaks. I thought they were ribeyes, wagyu yeah. ribeyes, because of, of the, how the fat was on it. How marbled it was. Yeah. yeah. So we tried it, and it had a very strong beefy flavor. Well, so real quick before we yeah. get to that. So you guys seared it oh, yeah. hard yeah, in the skillet, I'm, right? I'm jumping ahead. At, after like the first side of the first steak it was like it was frying in its own fat at that point deep frying it was deep fried crust on the outside so good and uh we did it real simple um i just did a minute per side kept flipping it the first one took four minutes the second one i think was a little thicker a little denser so it took like six minutes and then rested them under tinfoil until they uh you know kind of came up to about 130 or so Mm -hmm. and then we sliced them but flipping it Every minute. Every minute. That's yeah, because thing. it was so hot, you would burn it if you yeah. didn't flip it so often. And uh, yeah, just every minute, uh, four minutes to cook the first one, six yeah, minutes the you, second one. You took it off at like 105 degrees yeah. and it rose. We tinted it with tinfoil and it rose to like 130. 130, yeah, because it's such a hot, um, violent method. You know, I knew that carryover temperature would be very high. And all that all that fat in that's marbled through it was just, you know... Mm-hmm. It was cooking it from the inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Now, we did not season it. It was um, just as is, straight to the pan. Um, We all tasted it first without anything. On each plate, you know, Jeremy had said, let's do a a tiny ramekin of a good quality soy sauce. And then we had some Malden sea salt, like flaky sea salt. We had fresh cracked black pepper and Mm. then um, some Magnum. Yeah. Magnum and little piles so that we can kind of have different taste bites. We tried it first without anything on there and it was delicious, but it was very like, it was strong beefy flavor, but it was kind of bland. It definitely needed the salt. Yeah. The salt really took it over the top. Um, but Out like of a all, finishing salt instead of like, don't yeah, salt flaky, the steak and then cook yeah. it. Yeah, flaky salt. Well, the traditional way, if you were like to go to Japan um, and have like a Wagyu experience in like <clears> a, a Wagyu restaurant is uh, the chef is going to come out with the raw meat, 
cook it on a charcoal grill right in front of you, put it right on your plate, and you're going to have a bunch of different accoutrements right in front of you. Uh, salt, pepper, uh, soy sauce, and uh, real wasabi are the traditional things. It's impossible to find real, real wasabi here in the United States, so we didn't go that route. Um, and then you would just dip it in whatever you want, whatever flavor combination you wanted, and then you're kind of uh, the captain of your own ship with that. So I wanted us to have a similar experience yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. My favorites, personally, was just the straight-up flaky salt mm-hmm. on there and then um the other one that i really enjoyed was like a little dip of soy sauce and then magnum on it and i'm it talking a really tiny delicious. dip because if you dunk it that yep. soy sauce completely, too much just a tiny dip over, yeah. and then the, the magnum on on it and, and that was really really delicious but it was a good call not seasoning that steak in my opinion because i would have just coated it in magnum and called it a day like that yeah. was that was really a really good experience. Uh, so I know we're cooking at such a high temperature. I think the issue there is whatever seasoning burn you put on it's going to burn to nothing. Yes, yeah. that's, so, that's so true. If you're going to add seasoning, the second steak, uh, we sliced the first one like that. The second steak, I added a little bit of uh, salt on it while it was on the cutting board. And I don't even think you liked that one. You liked the first one better, Joel. I liked the first one better because I, I wanted, it. I, I mean, I think if, it, if I was just eating it by itself, but I wanted my accoutrements. I wanted to. You wanted to play with it yourself. Yeah. I like the idea. I like the idea of being able to, you know, jump around on those little uh, different flavor profiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you through. get little bites for each. And that might've been why we were able to consume a lot more than, than typically because we had different flavor profiles going on. Well, I'll tell you this though. I mean, and this is the, this is the big question. Oh, Matt, do you have something to say? No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Cause mine is, mine is. Yeah. I was going to change a little bit too. Go ahead. Okay, so we're both changing. All right, what I'm going to say is, at the end of the day, um, all of this, we had it, we tried it, we ate it. What were y'all's thoughts on $100 a pound? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Versus? Oh, we're going to talk about that. We'll get that. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm rolling into it. So, so I was actually, that's similar to where I was going to go. I needed, heading into this, I needed my mind changed because I've had some... I've had Wagyu at, or Wagyu. 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 I didn't know how to properly cook it before, I think was the thing. I was just trying to cook it like a regular steak. Well, what kind of Wagyu did you have? I don't know. Like, was it American Wagyu? I don't know. Was it steak? Oh, Huh? I don't know. Huh? It's been a long time ago. Like, I, just, I, just I just remember, remember not liking it. I just remember you lighting your Primo on fire because you yes, had- and uh, I tried to do some burgers. Wagyu smash burgers. Yeah, and yeah. it- just exploded into flames. So that was a terrible experience, but <laughs> it's just, I'm like I said, I'm not a big fan of that, like chewy, grisly fat. Mm-hmm. And this didn't have that at all. Yeah. Like it was just richness. It was almost like butter. It was very similar to butter. Like when you yeah. finish a steak in butter to get that, like it, that mouthfeel where it coats the inside of your mouth. Mm-hmm. This did that without eating. That. Yeah. Yeah. And there were, and there were small bites too. Or almost kind of like with the bone marrow, the, the way that that your mouth fill. Yes. Off that. Very similar. Well, I mean like if you get a crappy cut, it doesn't matter if it's Wagyu or not. Like it's still a crappy cut. Like if you had like, you know, some grizzly oh. horrible steak, it's still going to be a grizzly horrible steak if it's Wagyu. Uh, or so I've tried like the choice. Denver steak before. I think that was Wagyu. Denver steaks are good. Yeah. And I just, that's what I said. I don't think it was the cut. I think it was just, I didn't know what I was doing with it. Oh, okay. And so. that on that, and that can make and break it, make or break it too. But my question to you guys is this worth, a hundred dollars is it worth a hundred dollars and you know would you rather eighty dollars well let's go let's let's compare it for price you know would you rather have a prime filet from halteman or this just the filet or the filet in the bone marrow like we've done before i mean let's just let's say filet and bone marrow so you're getting getting similar consistency consistency yeah how much is their filet per pound 39.99 online 
And then how much is bone marrow? Another 10 bucks on top of that? Yeah. No, it's thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. For because two. you get two um, eight ounce fillets. That's oh, a pound. So for 40 bucks, plus you get a discount at TRP 21. That's right. Um, there you go. You get two fillets for 40 bucks. So that is, let's say half the price with the bone marrow and stuff. They're and it, so different though. And a lot of extra work. Mm-hmm. Um I'm talking just straight up flavor, like for 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 the. That's price. just a lot of money to fork out. While it was absolutely delicious, and to me, that's a treat to have every once in a while. Like, kind of makes me sick to spend that much money and then it be gone like that. What do you think? Um, and you get no buzz off of it like you do with bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the wagyu is worth the uh, worth the money. Mm-hmm. But it's not a meal. It's like a tasting thing. It's, it's not meant experience. To, it's not meant to be a big steak dinner. It's meant to have like an ounce That's or two I, yeah, and share between different. a bunch of people. Yeah. It, like if you're going to have a dinner it's party fun. of seven or eight people and you got one of those steaks and you cut it up and everyone had a couple bites, worth it 100%. Totally Why not both? Yeah. All, yeah. Do mean? the filet with the bone marrow and serve it with some wagyu on the yeah. side. That's exactly oh, it, oh, the experience. Like a I'm filet not sit topped down. with wagyu. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm or like, or, or uh, seared in the wagyu fat. There you Ooh, go. Yeah, yeah. Now we're getting spicy. But I'm not going to just go we'll drop $180 for Joel and I to eat some wagyu. No, but w- wagyu is never meant for that though. Yeah. That, that's the, I, I agree with that. I think wagyu is more of a experience. Yeah. Which I think a lot of like, um, people with like the very American mindset, they're like, I want a 24 ounce bone in ribeye wagyu. Did it, you nah. know, like, no, nah. no, like that's not the, that's not how wagyu is eaten. You know, um, you can't, I mean, no, like, you'd, you'd be throwing up. You'd be, it's like drinking a gallon of milk. You know uh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A gallon of oil is what it's like drinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I enjoyed this experience immensely. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was the first time I've really experienced Wagyu. Once a year or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think what made Bourbon it better. Wagyu? It made it better with mm. you guys. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. if, like I said, if it would just be in me, me and her, we were sitting down at the table with the kids. She's you know? not worth it, but you guys are. Yeah. No, same thing here. I've never cooked Wagyu at my house before just because, like, I'm not going to make that for, like, me and my wife. That'd be, like, a huge waste to, like, drop $100 on a steak just for us to, like, go mm, okay. try it, you know, like. It's something you want to share with people. But if you've got little glasses of, of drink and you're talking and indulging with that, like it's- Like a little tapas type thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the yeah. bone marrow is um, $15.99, center cut beef marrow bones. And then in the note, you have to tell them if you want it cross cut, which we did ours cross cut. Yeah. The bone marrow Makes when we easier. did that, yeah. Yeah. I just like the consistency of that, you know, that Haltman prime filet. And we bring up Haltman because we love it. And that's really all we because, order. Well, but it's, it's, it's the best. Their quality yeah. of meat is that's the best the, I've ever had. That's mm-hmm. the stick by which we measure everything else. Yeah. Yes. And then when you get, Jeremy, you mentioned this a lot. Their fillets are like prime plus. Yes. You oh know, yeah. Like most of the time, even like a prime fillet at other places, you might have a little bit of marbling. Theirs are just speckled through with oh, marbling. It's ridiculous. It, it looks like it's the center cut of like a ribeye or something. It doesn't even look like a fillet. Yeah. I mean, it's just, fat veins <laughs> running all through. Yeah, yeah. But I, I enjoy that bite, that mouthfeel yeah. uh, from that from the filet than, more than I did the the Wagyu. But dude, that crust on that Wagyu though. Mm. Oh yeah. That was that crunchy. I've not had a steak do that for me in a long time where like every bite was like got that little crunch and then it was this rich, warm, mm-hmm. Yumminess. Yeah. So is it worth it? Yeah. Let, go out, indulge with your friends, your family. Memorial Day, go go big. 
I think just some wagyu. Like they said, for a treat. If you're wanting to just give everybody a daggum steak, I don't think you're wasting yeah, your money. That's there. not the way. No way. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. So if you want to just have like some pieces and you know a little treat, I think that's the way to do it. Yep. All right. It's time for some beers. It's time for Memorial Day cheap ass shitty beers. Yeah. All right, so we are we doing that now? We're gonna we're going to a break, right? Yeah, yep. we're going to a break, and we're doing going some to a break. And on the other side, Stacy has got an epic porn on the podcast, and shitty shitty beer edition. And we're gonna see what shitty beer reigns king. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See ya. Yep. I don't know about you, but as a bourbon lover, I get sick and tired of my high quality spirits being tainted by plastic or metal flasks when I'm on the go or in the outdoors. Not to mention having them spring a leak in my pack or back pocket. Well, guys, I had enough, and it's time you do the same by jumping on board with the TRP crew and get proper. Rag proper. These modern flasks are a perfect vessel for all your favorite spirits. Each flask is built of thick, break-resistant glass, then wrapped in a high-end silicone or dark brown leather for that perfect high-end feel and look that a proper person such as yourself deserves. Your spirits deserve more. And so do you. So do the right thing and head to ragproper.com so you can get your hands on the highest quality, best looking, best feeling, best pouring, best look how proper I am flask on the market. Use code TRP21 and save to get you and your spirits what they deserve. Rag proper. All right, guys. So for this rendition of Porn on the Podcast, I am bringing you guys some cheap-ass beers, shitty beers. Um, these are all cheap. They are also considered low quality. And it was really tough. It was really tough for me to pick out five of these beers. There's so many other ones out there. Maybe we'll revisit this. But for now, this is what we're doing. All right. We have five. So number A is Bush Light, 4.1% alcohol per volume. Number B is Natural Light, 4.2%. Number C, Miller High Life, 4.6%. Number D, Keystone Light, 4.1%. Gotta grab a stone. And number E is Natty Daddy, which is a whopping 8%. So I know they're thinking that the porn is going to be like Coors and Bud Light and Miller Light and stuff like that. I went below. I went below tier on this. So this is bottom of the barrel, can't wait for them to try it. Let's get going. We are back from the break. Of course, you guys heard my little intro here. I've got the guys all sitting around the table. But in front of them, they have uh, numbers A through E. We are going to begin our shitty beer tasting right now. They all look exactly the same. Shitty beer tasting. There shitty is beer. no difference shitty from shitty A beer. No, oh, no. Shitty beer. You, you got all Glens. What the uh, heck? I, I have know, a, right? a mashup of boxes hey. over here. <laughs> it's what you grabbed, homie. Yeah. So you can see that I wrote letters on each glass so that we know which one to drink. A I'm, might look lighter. I, don't say, I think A is going to be the shittiest of a. shitty beers. A and B look very light, but they're in weird glasses for me. A looks like water. Do you have right. any particular order you want us to go in, Stace? No, we're just going to drink them down the line. And right, let's go. Um, I don't since we're not doing like price proof or preference. I think. Oh, we're not. I just no. I think oh, we're just going <laughs> to. We're not even going to pick what we no, like. No, you, you can pick. Yeah, taste them. Yeah, we'll, and then we'll, do. we'll say which ones 
in what order is your favorite. We'll I have poured enough in there so you can go back and compare them. We'll have preference. Preference and then any guesses <laughs> as to what they are. Guess, uh, we should guess ABV. <laughs> okay. no. There you go. One. <laughs> yeah, that's like right. a one percenter. Cheers. Salami. Salami. Salami to number All A. Right. Uh, okay. We're only doing that once. Number A. <laughs> I think I know what that is. Quite light on the palate. <laughs> Very. It's like a Topo Chico with like a, a dropper of beer yes. in it. Uh-huh. Somebody yelled beer in the other room. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fun beer fact. A beer fact. Did you know that the. Um, Egyptians and Egyptian slaves back in the day, they uh, primarily drank beer instead of water because uh, it would keep better than just plain water. Yeah, it was fairly common, I think, on a lot of like that's why there was wine and stuff too. The alcohol preserved it. Yeah, well, the Egyptians they, invented they were, beer. They were never hydrated. I, now, did not know, I did not know. I that. want you to write down if you if you think you know what it is or have a guess, even guess it. Guess what it is. I want you guys to um, gross. write it down so we can revisit it. Okay, number B. You told me off air that none of these are PBR, so I'm going to guess PBR for all of them. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking that's a natty daddy, that first one. That's exactly what I just <laughs> wrote down. Natural light. <laughs> that's champion's brew. <laughs> all right, here we go. Number B. Number B. Well, you hold it up. Okay. Oh, that's better. Mm. Still tastes a lot like water. Oh, is that it, has a lot more flavor. Is it B for Bush? That's, I, was like just, water? I was just going to guess that B for Bush <laughs> just because <laughs> I'm doing that. Just because it's, it fits. B for Bush. I would Bush. guess Bush, yeah. Which one do you like better from A and B? Mm. B. B. Yeah, B. More, more B com- definitely com- has more flavor. And carbonation. Yep. All right, number C, guys. A little darker? A little bit. They all look like P, though. Touch. Yeah. My pee looks more like that bottle of Makers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a little more bitterness to this one. Ooh, that's got a little mm. bit of back end hop. Oh. Barley. Mm. Oh, it's bready. Yeah. Bready, bready, bready. It's bready. bready. Yeah. See, coarse. It's coarse. Mm. Well, it's a C. I was gonna guess yes. I was gonna guess Bud Light. I'm going coarse. Coarse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Actually, mm. I'm just naming that one. Actually, might beers. this one actually might be Bush? It kind of has that Bud flavor. Yeah, so it could be Bush. And I'm, I'm okay. going. I'm going Bush for C, and the tentative question mark. All They're right. all question marks. All right. Yeah. D. Number D. Now I have all. All these have been good though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this is a hot. Like you're sitting I would on a drink boat. them all next to the Weber. Yeah, I re- it's I, hot out. I really wish we did this segment on your back porch. Me too. Yeah, we should be, have. That would have been good. enjoyable. All right, number. Do it on the on the pontoon. Oh right? no, I know what that is. Number, number D. D. That's the that's the champagne of beers. Is that Miller High Life? No, I think it's Miller Light. Mm. It, wait, but High Life is a champagne, right? Well, come on. This isn't champagne beers. No. These it's are so much more carbonated than the other ones. Hang on. This is if that's so what we're going fun. by. That is the most carbonated out of all of the ones I have in front of me. Yeah. I've had a lot of Miller in my day. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, all, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general, but also about this. <laughs> All right. All right and going. last, number E. It's got a little funk at the end. A little skunk. Ugh. A little sour. 
Ema be my favorite. A little dumb. It's got like a little apple juice <laughs> flavor to it. Yep, I got that. Are any of these like non-alcoholic beer? No. You didn't do that. Okay, good. No. Like O'Doul's no. or whatever? O'Doul's. <laughs> how's, that, how's that Wagyu taste? Beefy not, burps. Not feeling too good in my tumbler. Excuse me. All right. Now you've got enough in your glass. You can revisit them so that you can compare, but I would like to know which one's your preference and then any guess. D is my favorite. I think it's Miller Lite. I like E. I think it's PBR. I like, um, I like C. Jeremy thinks they're all PBR. Yeah. All five, all five are PBR. Different expressions of PBR. Different expressions, uh, different, uh, canning dates. No, I like, Uh, I like upright them. (laughs) When you guys are ready, I have some things to say. Okay. okay. Now, C is a Coors latte. I'm putting that in there, Coors. So this was tough. This yeah. was tough for me. You know, I've already expressed this to the listeners, but it was tough yeah. because there's so many we could have went with here. Mm-hmm. So I think, many. I think D could be Miller. Sorry, honey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there were so many. And all right, are we going to, let, let's talk what your preference is before I divulge. So, um, Joel, what was your favorite? Uh, my favorite was C. And Jer- and Matt, your favorite was D. Yeah. I think this, Jeremy, your favorite was E. Mm-hmm. I think e. this is uh, like a different type of beer. I don't think mm. it's your run of the mill. Like Pilsner? Sh- shitty beer. I think it's something like or special. Longer. Yeah. And I had a tough time choosing which ones I wanted to pick for this. And I have to let you guys know that your idea of shitty beer is a notch higher than the beers that I chose for today. Wow. Yeah. How did you find beers worse than what we were listing off? (laughs) That's right. Yeah. I'm so So, looking forward to it. Wait, is this like the puddle water behind the liquor store? Like (laughs) what is is. this? This is wagon wheel. Was this good? Was this good? Out on out on the hot summer patio. It was better than I expected, especially Uh, hearing that. Pontoon boat, you're out on the lake, you're sitting next to the Weber. Oh, I bet she's got some beast in here, some Milwaukee's (laughs) or something. Natural ice. All right. Number number A. What what were your guesses? Natural light. Natural light. Natty. Natty. Yeah. Number A was Bush Light. Oh. Oh. Four point one. That means I'm I'm wrong on B then, which oh, I thought was Bush. Me too. Bush Bush Light was the wateriest one of the five, <laughs> in my opinion. Bush. All right. Number B, what's your guess? It was Bush. I don't know now. Maybe oh. so I'm gonna change it to Bud Light then. You know, you said oh. that was too classy, wasn't it? Well, try it out. All right, I'm going with Matt. Okay, because it had a bud flavor. All right, yep. B, natural light. Oh, okay. Are Just you had those flip flopped. That gum it. Yep. You guys had them flip flopped. Oh. Natural flip-flopped. light had a stronger flavor than the bush light. That's crazy. Hmm. All right. Okay. Hey. Number C, what are your guesses? That's, I, this is I Joel's think, favorite. I put Coors. Coors. So I had originally said Bud Light on that one. It's 4.6%. Yeah. Miller High Life. Oh, no way. Are you, that is a champagne. The champagne of beers. Wow. It was D. I need to know what D was. D was Matt's favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to grab a stone. It's Keystone Light. I'm going to get some. Okay. Keystone Light. What's that, like $3 <laughs> for a case? <laughs> it was not much. We have a 12 pack out it there. Is, you can go home with some. It's so bubbly. I love it. It's okay. very good. Miller High Life is, is a. That was our bready one. So when I had. It, Whenever I've had Miller High Life at no, was Brady Natural Light or Aubrey's over remember. here at Cedar Bluff? They on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and when I used back when I was single, I'd go there all the time. On we Tuesdays, went there when we were dating. They've got over thirty different beers, yeah, but they would do Dollar 
High Life's draft. Mm-hmm. We don't play cornhole on the patio. Or any other beer they had, craft, whatever. So we would go to play cornhole, and whoever lost had to buy the winners Miller High Life's. And me and my brother-in-law, we won like twelve games in a row. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, but but the draft Miller High Life was always like waterier than this. Mm-hmm. So I would never expected that. So all right, Jeremy's favorite is up. Let's see what it is. E. PBR. Curious. I gotta tell you. This is almost double the ABV, the alcohol per volume. This is an 8% oh, alcohol wow. per volume. That explains some of the skunk. The skunk, yeah. Uh-huh. Natty Daddy. Natty I Daddy. We already had natural light. It's called Natty Daddy. Oh, they have like a an actual Natty Daddy beer? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, hold on. Pause it. I've got to show you the can. It's called Natty Daddy. It's like a high grav natural light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look People at that. People in like the things they're talking, they were like, if you Going and you want to go quick, cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a big tall boy for like 230 and you got an 8%. <laughs> it's like four beers in one. Yeah. Oh, now I'm bloated. Mm. Oh, I'm feeling it. Sorry, man. You did a good job, though. Thanks. You uh, too. It was delicious. Yeah. You did a good job, too. Thanks. This came in a daddy pack. The least amount I can buy at once. There's Look at that can. Cans. That can is cool. That can's cool as shit. It comes in a daddy pack, which is 15 cans. So we have 15 cans of the Natty Daddy. That is a really cool looking can. I'm going to shotgun one of those. You should. I'll watch you do it. Mm. 8%. I had no idea this even existed. Oh, that is <laughs> skunk. It's drinkable. <laughs> this burps on this podcast. <laughs> From all the beer. <laughs> All that fatty meat and then all this beer. Yeah. Oh. That rounds out our shitty beers. That was a good, did a good job, Stace. Those, those were not that bad. I, I would I, have drank any of those. No, no, no. They no, were not happily. shitty. They were not shitty. No. No. no, but you did a good job of like surprising us. I really thought you were going to come in with like Miller, Bush, Coors, those staple brands, and you went. Even worse. <laughs> we didn't even have Bush, which was, you yeah, know, we did. Yeah, Bush Light, oh, number one. one. Number one. Oh, oh it was the worst. Around. The clearest yeah. one. Yeah. The one everyone didn't like. <laughs> yeah, okay. I would have, uh, um, I would have liked to have seen some of Milwaukee's. I looked for some of that and I couldn't find it because I wanted Milwaukee's best in there. Dude. We, and next, and, and then like Rolling Rock. I mm-hmm. mean, the, the opportunities and the options we, are endless. We would go to uh, Paul's Oasis in the Toys R Us shopping center. Every once in a while, and they would have three dollar pictures of the beast, Milwaukee's best, and it, your hung, the hangover was terrible. Play darts. I was gonna say, how are they making any money off that? It's got to be mostly water. Oh, it's 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 <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> you just pour it on up. Play three, darts and three dollar jug of water. Yeah, yeah. You should be well hydrated at the end of that night. Yeah, 100%. just don't break the seal. Every time I drink beer, I have clear pee. So it, it is hydrating. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right, time to take a break. We get back. We're going to the segment that we all love. Reload recommends Rapid Fire and FWAD. Stay tuned. Do you like to cook? Of course you do. And we all know that quality knives and tools are a cook's best friend. That's why we only use the best, Dalstrong. Dalstrong has the highest quality, sexiest knives I've ever laid my hands on. Any knife that you would ever need, they have it. But they don't stop there, guys. At DowStrong.com, they also carry block sets, aprons, cookware, culinary tools, and even everything you need to maintain a kitchen's best friend. So guys, run. 
I said run to DowStrong.com and use code ThatReloadPodcast. I said ThatReloadPodcast to save on the finest brand in the game. DowStrong. What have I been doing in my life? What have you been doing? All right, guys. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are going to jump right into rapid fire questions. Let's go. Reverse order of last episode. Best Matt, first. Matt first. <laughs> then Joel. And last was Stacy. Shit the bed. Shit the bed, Stace. Well, you're not shit the bed when you're last, so because you have plenty of time. That's right. First question. Uh, what you, is it? What's the paper say? No, I'm going to save it for okay. my recommendation. First question. Would you rather be a hobbit or an elf, Matt? Elf. Joel? Elf. Hobbits do more drinking. Yeah, yeah but elves true. live a lot longer. And they're really good at fighting and shooting bows and stuff. Because they don't drink. Oh, Stacy? I don't know the uh, qualities of each one, so I don't for know. For someone who plays so many games, you know so little about Fortnite. this stuff. That's all I play is Fortnite. I know. Just, I say, know. just say Hobbit. I'll be a Hobbit because you said they drink. Okay. They also well, have hairy feet. Ooh, you're, no. You're also about the same height as one, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be an elf. I can play with toys. Next question. Not that kind of elf. Oh. A keyboard elf? No. Would you, would you say Santa elf? Yeah. Lord, no. Lord of the Rings elf. Lord of the Rings question. Oh, I thought it was like Santa <laughs> elf. Santa's elf. <laughs> I'm going to build some toys. I'm going to build some toys for the kids. <laughs> you know the toys. Santa elves are good at fighting and yeah. shooting bows? And stuff. <laughs> Those ones. And they yeah. live forever. They live forever, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. pouring all my beers into one. Oh, if it's Lord oh. of the Rings, I'm saying elf. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That changes things. Why are they called Thin Mints if the more you eat them, the fatter you get? <laughs> Matt. That's an excellent question. I have no idea. No idea. Remember, no repeats, guys. Matt, or Joel. Because they're so dainty, they make you feel like you're thin. Oh, they see. It's because of the sh- they're, they're thin in shape. Thin in shape. Yep. But you won't be after eating them. No. Okay. Absolutely not. Like chocolate toothpaste. Mm. If you could close one fast food chain for having disgusting food, what would it be? Oh, Matt. I got this. I had to close one. No repeats. Don't you take Oh, no. I think the one I, I like the least is probably McDonald's, right? I like McDonald's. <laughs> I know you eat there every, like every other day. No, I don't. Don't tell the people that. <laughs> don't tell the people at home the truth. <laughs> you don't know the you truth. You can't handle the truth. You don't know me. Man, maybe like Hardee's. I get rid of Hardee's. Joel I'm, loves Hardee's. I'm uh, indifferent to Hardee's. Now Hardee's has gone way downhill. That's the uh, one I don't ever go to. They've gone way downhill. They, 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 me the they used to they be go. really good, but if I'm going to close one, it's Crystal Burger. Oh, no yeah. way, man. Uh, Closing it out, End bro. of the diarrhea. Yeah. Stacy gone. KFC. The, we had. I, I was thinking about this, and I was like, KFC oh, kind of sucks. But you we had those sandwiches. Those sandwiches, sandwiches? Those yeah, sandwiches were amazing. Yeah, but anything else there is garbage. I'm gonna have to agree with her on that. Cause I think Popeyes. Popeyes is superior. Oh, superior. Well, it's Popeyes is better, better but I'm saying chicken. like, of all the I'd fast food restaurants, KFC. that you'd close down KFC. KFC. The no Colonel's question. Chicken. The Colonel's Chicken. Gotcha. Name that movie, guys. Hey. First person with the answer. Shout it out. Cancer survivor never loses his sense of humor. Damn, there is just not many context clues here anymore, Jamie. You're making these so hard. Are you kidding me? Last week is there were so many clues. Crazy stupid love? No. Cancer survivor 
never loses his sense of humor. What's that one Patch with Adams? No. What's that one? Nope, it's not that one. It might be. It's not. You would you would immediately know this name. I know you've seen this movie a bunch of times. That gummy, really? Yeah. Is this like he survived in or he or she survived in real life? No. It's it's a fictional movie. I've seen it a bunch. You, you would have seen this movie a bunch. Is it a uh, anime? No, but close enough. <laughs> Is it animated? No. Give me a clue. Come on. Superhero movie. Lex oh, Luthor, oh, Superman. Oh, 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 oh. The guy, the funny guy, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Green Lantern. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, Deadpool. 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 Oh. <laughs> Deadpool. This one also came from our buddy, Derek that, Chasing Teeth. I, get, I call that a win on my book. I just couldn't think of Deadpool. I'm not really sure who said that. How do you win if you couldn't think of the yeah, answer? I couldn't think of the name. Oh, I said Ryan Reynolds. And you Reynolds. over there, Ryan Reynolds movie, you're like, oh, Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. <laughs> like the worst superhero movie ever. Like, I was on the right path. I man. won. I won. Who won, Matt? I don't know. I feel I like we won. We all won. I, I feel like you all collectively lost. Cue the music. Cue the music. <laughs> no, the music's for F1. Oh, yeah, that's right. If you, My bad. <laughs> if you could create a new holiday, what would it be? Uh, Thanksgiving and spring. A thanks uh, a second time Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay, when you plant all the crops. Yes. Oh come on, man! That's a, that's I wish a good one. I need to be last for this. Joel, a, a new holiday. Yeah, new holiday. What would it be? Uh, Christmas in July. Whatever. No, damn it. Um, Joel appreciation day. I like that one right there. What is it, a r- reload day or something? Get yeah. my answer. And I'll give it back to you anyway. Okay. Stacy. what would your holiday be? Reload day. Reload day. All right, moving on. You can only have one, bacon or steak? Matt. Oh, my God. That's a no-brainer, Bo. Bro, Bo. Bo. I think bacon. You should pick bacon. Pick what? Bacon. I would give the steaks up, man. No, come on. I love bacon. There's so many steaks. There's but so many bacons. Bacon. No. Joel? Steak. I think ultimately this stems back to my love of breakfast oh. food. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But well, I, love steak. A, I love steak, steak for breakfast and too. Yeah. Steak and eggs is just as good as bacon and good. eggs. I don't know about that. <laughs> Stacy? I'm keeping steak. Keeping the steak. I can't believe you mixed all those up when you're drinking. It's kind of gross. Uh, I it's bet. Really, it's really flat <clears> too. <throat> yeah. Would you rather shoot spaghetti out of your fingers or sneeze meatballs? Ooh. I actually think it'd be kind of cool to shoot spaghetti out of my fingers. Mm-hmm. But you'd never go hungry if you could sneeze meatballs. I could shoot the spaghetti into my mouth. Joel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely sneezing meatballs. You imagine the freaking pow, pow. You know? but like you open up a bun and pow, pow, pow. And that's, lunch. That's, that's it. Done. Done. Stacy. Spaghetti fingers. I think spaghetti that would be fingers. so freaking like Spider-Man. Like exactly. you're shooting freaking spaghetti noodles. Well, with the, the two of you together, spaghetti dinner every night. That's when, right. Spaghetti <laughs> and meatballs. Shoot your balls on me. When my kids piss me off, I just <laughs> smack them in the face with a, with a meatball on my nose. <laughs> Shut up, kids. Run right the eye. Like I said. Yeah. Mm. All right. And that brings us to the final question of the evening. Oh. Are we the Reloader's greatest seasons of all time? Not. Yes, of course. Joel. Really, really lacking here, buddy. <laughs> is Joel really, really lacking here? He hey. sure is. Stacy. Are these beers delicious? Oh, yeah. delicious is an overstatement. I think yeah. it was delicious. Are these beers refreshing? It's a bit surprisingly of a okay. <laughs> okay. And that brings us to the somber end of rapid fire <laughs> questions. <laughs> 
throwing it over to you, Joel. All right, guys. That's right. It's time for that segment y'all have been waiting for. We recommend things that you all we think are cool and badass. And with that being said, let's roll straight into... Reload! Recommendations! Recommendations from Reload! Yeah! Here we go. It's recommended time. I want to do Stacy, Jeremy, myself, and then we'll end things out with producer Matt for Matt's music and whatever else he may have. So, oh, best for life. Jeremy, what you got, homie? Oh, you said Stacy first. Stacy, what you got? Stacy. Girly. All right. So I kind of, this fell into my lap, the recommendation that I've got going. Um, I was out running errands the other day, and I didn't eat any breakfast. I was starving, so I popped into uh, Taco Bell, and I saw that there was something new on their menu. So I had no idea what it was, but it sounded fun. It's a naked chicken chalupa. Didn't know what it was, but essentially, there's no taco shell. It is like a fried chicken in the form of a taco shell with things on the inside. It's like a low carb or something? Yeah, these are gross. I guess. It sounds so horrible. Basically, it's a fried chicken simply battered and fried, and then it's shaped like a taco shell, and then they uh, fill it with, it's all white meat chicken, filled with crisp lettuce, diced tomatoes, shredded cheddar cheese, and a creamy avocado ranch sauce. It's like a, it's like a chicken patty with filling. It is. It's like a folded chicken patty, but I've got to say, the meat on the inside was really good, and it was like a crispy, crunchy shell. Um, with like the cool, the cool fillings in there, and then that cool creamy avocado ranch. It was delicious. I really enjoyed it, and it is only at Taco Bell for a limited amount of time. So if you're gonna try it, go ahead and do that. There you go, Jeremy. What you got, homie? I have a double recommendation. Heyo! This week, let's go. But they kind of go together. Uh, the first one is a song that kind of goes with my other recommendation. Oh, oh a song! I'm following a song. The Here we go, guys. Let's see if you can guess this one. I'll go ahead and play it for you. This excites me so much that this is going to be on our playlist because I love this song, Zombie by the Cranberries. Zombie Woo! by the Cranberries. That, that is, is a good right. One. And a good one. I was reminded of that song last night as I was watching, as we discussed earlier, Army of the Dead on Netflix. The movie no. closes to this song. No way. Uh, yes. And so I was like, oh my God, that's such a good song. Like that's part of my recommendation too. Uh, so uh, Army of the Dead on Netflix, a really cool new zombie flick, uh, bank heist. Uh, it's it's a kind of a crazy plot. Uh a zombie outbreak happens in Las Vegas. They wall off the entire city and they're going to blow it up with a nuke in a couple days. But this businessman approaches the team and says, hey, there's $200 million in my casino in Las Vegas. If you get it, it's yours. We just split it in half or whatever. So Dave, Dave Batista, ah, what is his name? Dave Batista. 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 Uh, puts together a team and they go in after the money. It is a, uh, a really fun movie. Uh, Zack Snyder, um, uh, co-wrote the screenplay and directed the movie uh, so really cool visuals uh, definitely not for the children uh, yeah. but a really good movie and fun fact they've already filmed the prequel movie to it no. uh, Thieves of the Dead I think it's called and it's about what happens right before they wall off the whole city and how the outbreak kind of starts and stuff it's like so, a Walking Dead take right there it's yeah. just a cool concept like the storyline is so different than most yeah. zombie movies and it's actually a lot more different than that I just don't want to give away any plot points yeah because uh, I've not seen 
seen it yet. That, I, and I'm watching it tonight. That is sure. like the trailer overview. It, it's kind of a long movie. It's like two and a half hours long. It's a Zack Snyder movie, so yeah, yeah, I'm sure the Which, Zack Snyder kind of come glad. out in a couple I'm years. Wa- It'll be twelve hours long. Yeah. A, a movie like so that. So we need I to watch long. an hour and twenty minutes tonight. No, because I'll fall asleep. We need an intermission. Stacy, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. You, if your ass falls asleep, I'm finishing. Okay. Like the opening. Like you always do. Yes. The opening. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> well, the opening credits, like when they're doing the scenes, is uh, is naked hooker zombies tra- chasing a guy down a hallway and stuff. So it's, oh, nice. it's, it's pretty insane. Is it more, let me, just because the trailer, I got more of a somber, like serious with like a little flex of funny in it. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. Okay. C- c- right. Kind of like, like any other Zack Snyder movie. They're, they're pretty dark. Okay, you know? well, that's what, yeah. I want. that's what I want out of this. I've been craving a, a, yeah. a movie like this for uh, a long time. Lots of people having to kill their families because they get bitten and just crazy, crazy, you know. Yes! Yeah. Watching it tonight. Y'all need to leave. I, we need, some more, I need to do another pour over coffee before. Oh, that's a good idea. You, before you, can, you leave, you can or, have a, before you all leave. Whatever, can you run to your house and get get some get your coffee shit? Bring it back over here. Mm-hmm. You need to go do a uh, a Keurig. Okay, <laughs> I'm not a Keurig anymore. All right. Anyways, on to me. Yeah, my, my recommendation right now is I've not been doing a lot of shit lately. Though Jeremy told me earlier that I should recommend that I should lead a more interesting life. <laughs> uh, but I don't, have any, I, I don't really have much recommendation. All I've been doing is we, we had our backyard redone and I've been concentrating on keeping all of our grass and plants alive. Wet. It's water, water, water. He hey, waters lawns. I recommend, guys, if you all lay sod for any reason, uh, you got to keep that jazz wet. Water it all the time. Keep it damp. That's my recommendation. Oh, my God. Week. I don't have anything, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible recommendation. Okay. All right. This week for Math Music, I have Athens, Georgia-based alternative country southern rock band Drive-By Truckers. Yeah. Uh, Joel, earlier when you were talking about Decoration Day, this is a song uh, that was stuck in my head. It was all I could think of. So from their 2003 album, uh, this is Decoration Day. Well, I never knew how it all got started. Problem with Holland before we were born. And I don't know the name of the boy we tied down. And we beat till they just couldn't walk anymore. But I know the caliber in daddy's chest. So this is uh, from when Jason Isbell was the lead singer of Drive-By Truckers. So I actually probably put the live version from Isbell on there because it's the better one. But love that stuff. It's like yeah. you should uh, have your lighter up in the air swaying back and forth. That's, right? Yeah, America yes. embodied yeah. Right, right there for sure. Well, those are some great recommendations. And as we always do at the end of this podcast, it's time. It's time for Stacy's favorite segment. Every time we start a podcast, she goes, I can't wait for this segment. Every single time. Every single time. So with that being said, let's just slide smoothly into. It's literally like dog whistles in my ears. You can't hear it? I'm a bitch. Remember, I hear that shit. Whoa. I'm just kidding. I hear that shit. Wrong hockey. Wrong one. <laughs> okay, anyways, go ahead. Welcome and bienvenue to this week's F1. Yes. This moment, day, day, hour, 
hour, year, decade? Millennia. Millisecond. Millennia. Welcome to the FWOD. Hey! We're going to toss it on you this week, and it is a fun one. Ooh, all right. I'm ready. Consomme. Consomme. Consummate. Consomme. Consomme. This is a type of stock that has been clarified and concentrated. It usually is very clear in color and has a very strong flavor. Consomme. I'm covering up my, my paper like everybody's going to cheat. I'm going to try to cheat yeah. on Joel. Yeah, yeah. so we're, uh, we're doing the... the uh, Everyone is going to try and guess at this yeah, one. We're everybody's doing, guessing. We're, we're, uh, we're doing that now. Say it one more time. Consomme. 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 And Matt, would you like to gauge? <sighs> gauge. I'm curious. I want to hear everybody's uh, scale from one to 10. How do you feel about this? Stacey, what about you first? Um, well, there's, it can either go two ways. If I had two guesses, I would feel a 10 out of 10. But since I only have one oh, guess. 10 out of 10. Since I only have one guess, I'm going to say a seven. All right. Joel? Uh, <laughs> definitely in the negs. I'm going to say uh, <laughs> negative two. <laughs> I'm going to have a nine. I'm going to say nine. I'm nine. I mean, y'all are so smart. Mm. I mean, that's just my confidence. I may be way I'm gonna over. I'm going to go with my gut. Consume. Right, okay. Joel. Like, I'm going to spell this, and it sounds. I'm spelling it like it's Thai or something. Consume. <sighs> C-O-N-S-U-M-A-I. Okay. Stacey? C-O-N-S-U-M-E. So I said C-O-N-S-U-M. It's an accented E, I think. I have an accented E. I was going to put an E. Well, you are all wrong. Oh. Is it this? Unfounded C-O-N-S-U-M-M-E is the correct spelling. That was my second guess. No, that's not what you have written down. Quit trying to trick the camera. Whatever. Is that not... I think I see two M's. Yeah, see, consume. You don't get the music for that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's that's still a no-go. It was a trick word, and you guys kind of fell for it. Consume. Consume. Cons- I, I need to pronounce consume. <sighs> Damn it. I went with my gut. Right. We don't get the music again. I know. Uh, Damn it. The music's the best part we, of the show. We have it is <laughs> when it happens. We, we we increased our chances by by three here. <laughs> next week, next week's word is going to be we. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't w- even know how to spell W-I. it. W i with a little thingy on top. I it's, honestly don't know how to spell it. it. It's O U I. It's O U I. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, please, please, Lord, take me out of this podcast. But before you do. Would like all of y'all to subscribe. <laughs> do it, do it right now. That way you can listen to that reload podcast anytime, anywhere. We love you guys and we'll see you on the next show. See you next Tuesday. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to reloadrub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. Oh no! (laughs) Wag ew, wag poo! I, I wouldn't go in there for you. a while, thought y'all. Wag ooh. Wag ooh poo. Okay. At least I gave you a warning. So we should ask you again. Is it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just ate too much of it was a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's greasy. It's gonna flop those turds right out. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> I was I was sitting outside and I was like, I'm afraid to like fart. <laughs>
<laughs> like it's probably going to hit out. me on my way home. Seep yeah. out, gross. Uh, major <laughs> anal, seepage, anal leakage.